Bigfoot Society would like to thank the following sponsors for helping make the podcast possible. The Singular Fortean Society has combined open and honest paranormal investigation and journalism since 2016. Visit the Society at Singular Fortean for all the latest weird news and more. Come with us and investigate the impossible. Lauren Smith is the hostess for Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio, which has been on air for over a decade and has completed over 300 shows. Lauren brings with her a unique viewpoint given that she is not only the daughter of one of the veteran female Bigfoot researchers in the South, but she has been conducting field research since she was a preteen some 20 years ago. Nightcallers is a Bigfoot world favorite, and along with interviewing researchers and witnesses, often features interviews with guests from the documentary film and entertainment industry. Lauren also does a vidcast segment called Nightcallers, which features real encounters sent in by viewers. You can find all of this and more at nightcallersproductions.com. Welcome to the Bigfoot Society Clubhouse, where we discuss a new or old topic in cryptozoology every week. Just hang out and have a good time. I do need to let you know that by hanging out with us on stage and talking in the discussion, you are giving consent to uh, being recorded, which will be used in a future Bigfoot Society podcast, uh, YouTube video, could be anything that you could imagine coming down the pipeline. Uh, if you're not comfortable with that, uh, please go ahead and move on down to the audience. Uh, sit back, relax, have a good time. Again, thanks to all for uh, hanging out. and uh, Let's just have a good time. All right, well, thanks for coming back to the uh, Bigfoot Society Club. We are going to be discussing our favorite cryptid museums and festivals. That's a pretty wide topic, but I wanted to give us a lot to talk about. So uh, if you if you have any in mind that you want to discuss along with us, uh, feel free at any time to to uh, definitely go ahead and um, you know raise your hand, and uh, one of our moderators will bring you up. But I'm going to go ahead and get started with uh, my favorite, which, of course, as uh, you may guess, is... Oh, wait, can I guess? No, Greg, please can guess. Can I guess? <laughs> Greg. No, you go, you go ahead. Oh, okay, I got it. All right. Uh, so my favorite festival is the Mothman Festival, of course. No, it's not. It's the Van Meter Visitor Festival. Uh, this guy takes place in... Uh, the beautiful town of Van Meter, Iowa. It's a celebration of our favorite uh, winged visitor in Iowa uh, in the year 1903. And it's just a really cool small town. The town gets together. It's it's got a very uh, quaint feel to it. It's kind of like you're in Gilmore Girls, but you're in Iowa. It's really weird, hard to explain. But there's people all over the Midwest that come to this thing. I mean, uh, is Nash Hoover's usually there. We got uh, Jay Pachochin was there one year. We had Linda Godfrey come down. Uh, so it's not just people that are into the visitor, um, the the legend of the town, but it's also uh, there's people that are into Bigfoot. There's people into ghost hunting. There's different speakers. It's a one day event. Doesn't cost anything, but we've had speakers like uh, uh, Nash Hoover has presented his stuff before. Uh, we've had. Uh, uh, ghost hunters from uh, different parts of Iowa. It's, it's all across the board. And of course, you've got Chad Lewis and Kevin Lee Nelson there. And uh, they do a really cool walking tour of the town, uh, which uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but you know, it is pretty cool. It uh, You end up going, uh, you walk over to the bank, 
where they, you know, uh, they saw the visitor cross the the street, and you can see the telephone pole that was mentioned in the legend that it was kind of like coming down the pole, uh, like a upside down parrot. And then you walk the streets outside of town. You actually walk on a road that brings you by the mine, uh, and that that alone is very cool. It's it's public uh, private property rather, so you can't go up to the mine, but you can see it at a, a pretty close. Uh, distance and um, it's just a, it's a cool way to you know meet some people I've I've met uh, many different people over the years and this year of course last year was canceled but this year uh, it's gonna be pretty cool I don't know if they're gonna have the same guests they had lined up for last year but last year it was supposed to be um, uh, let's see uh, David Weatherly a great cryptid author and um, uh, Mr. Gearhart, uh, who is also a great author as well. Um, there are some things I've heard that are might be coming going on this coming year. I can't really state what they are, but if they do actually come to fruition, uh, there could be a lot of more eyes on the Van Meter Visitor Festival in the future. So uh, that's a little teaser as something big might be happening at the festival this year but um i could ramble on for hours of course that's my favorite um but i'm gonna go ahead unless there's any discussion about the uh fan meter visitor festival um i'll pass the mic but uh, Lisa, i'm go ahead. super excited about being a part of the van meter oh, visitor yes. festival this year <laughs> especially now you've got me even more excited so yeah, I'm driving a long way to be there. So it's Lisa from Cryptid Comforts uh, is going to be at the festival. She's from Washington State. I'm amazed that she's like, I'm so happy she's going to be there. But the town of Van Meter is going to be blown away because there's never been products made of the Van Meter visitor. And they're going to see, you know, this amazing table so with, now. with plushies of the visitor and all the magnets and stickers. And it's going to be great. So, uh, Lisa, do you oh. mind actually going next? No problem, but right. I just want to say about the Van Meter Visitor oh, yeah. and my products, I just started up doing a glow-in-the-dark thing on his forehead with glow-in-the-dark embroidery. Oh, my gosh. So, That's amazing. Yeah, they're going to be rad. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, uh, I clearly do a lot of festivals, and I travel often for these events, and uh, I'm doing four-month tour this year i'm still looking for events so if you know of any particularly close to tennessee kentucky west virginia area i am into all of that um so i'm looking from the late august i think my first event is going to be CreepyCon in knoxville and my last event before i head back to washington will be October 23rd, that's the Dark History and Horror Con in Champaign, Illinois. So I, uh, I'm i trying those ones out for the first time. I've never done like a true horror event before, but it was recommended to me at a zombie event last year that I do these. So I'm excited to give those a try. My favorite event that I've, you know, is clearly the Mothman Festival because it draws such a huge crowd and the opportunity for people like me to, you know, make more money in one weekend than I normally make in, you know, two months is pretty astounding. So that was great. And just the people that I met were awesome. And I've met so many awesome people at so many different events. 
and I've remained friends with some of the people I met on my tour in 2019 and it's just it's going to be really exciting actually one of my favorite people who I met on my tour is down in in the audience there Miss Omi uh, she and I stayed friends after meeting at a, an event in Tennessee in 2019 so all events have opportunity to uh, definitely meet like-minded, cool people. And it's really just so great that I get to go out and do that again. So please, if you know of more events for me, hit me up. All right. Uh, I will pass this over to uh, Sarah because she's unmuted. Go, Sarah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm unmuted. I'm at work. I should not be unmuted. Hold on. You're oh, it's fine, okay. Sarah. You just, <laughs> just happened. I it just happened. Guys... I thought you had something to say. No, no, my God. I had you guys in my pocket. Um, okay. Hopefully, nobody comes in coding because I'm hiding in our trauma room. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Um. My favorite fest is definitely CryptidCon. It was what inspired me to start my museum. It's a great turnout. They had some really interesting speakers and so much cool stuff to buy. So that's the one I'm most looking forward to. And um, my long-term goal with the museum is actually to have a Snallygaster festival in 2024 because according to Snallygaster lore, that is when the next egg is supposed to hatch. And I'm gonna hand it off to Kenzie. Hi, I'm going to make mine really short because I'm at work and a bunch of people just pulled in, but I really like the International Cryptozoology Museum in Portland, uh, Maine. It's one of my favorite places to go, and it's not super far away from me, so I go on my days off all the time. Um, and I feel like, Jeremiah, you might ask me about this because you knew about it, but no, I have not heard back about the summer internship yet. I think realistically, I'm not actually qualified for that position. I only applied because I thought it would be cool. Um, so yeah, that's what I got. Sorry, it was so short. I'm going to pass it off to Greg. Sorry, real quick. Kenzie, do you know Jean Tewksbury? She works at the museum. Um, you can find her on Instagram. She follows me and Sarah, I know for sure. So um, I think I do know can... her, actually. I think I know okay. her separately from, from like other real life things, though. Okay, I was just going to say, if you uh, happen to have contact with her, maybe she could put in a word for you with the internship, because she's really cool and nice, nice yeah, person. Yeah, I didn't even know so. that, so I guess I'll have to hit her up. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm Greg. I, I run All the Weird on Instagram. Um, all these, I'm not working. I'm just um, eating peanuts in my bed. Because um, I'm <laughs> awesome like that. I I've never been to a festival or a cryptid museum, so I'm gonna tell you about one that I heard about this past weekend. Talking with Jeremiah and our buddy, sorry Joe Purdue from uh, Wild and Weird, uh, West Virginia Wild and Weird Radio. Um, he co-runs the Wild and Weird Con in uh, in West Virginia and it's it's it sounds really cool because they're not it's not just going to be like uh, vendors and a couple speakers they're actually going to be doing like workshops and and stuff just to uh, teach people the basics of squatching and stuff like that he has a lot of cool merch. He's a uh, skinwalker sculpts on Instagram and you can 
see uh, Wild and Weird West Virginia, or Wild and Weird Radio on Instagram. That's their uh, podcast. And that is in November, November 6th, at the Chief Logan State Park Lodge and Conference Center in Logan, West Virginia. And um, let's see. I'll be at that one, too. Awesome. I was going to ask if you heard of that one. Um, uh, Tate said he wants to go last, which is par for the course. So (laughs) I see um, we got Chris down here. Um, Let's hear from Chris and see what museum slash festival is your favorite. Hey, folks. Uh, Yeah, there are so many. Uh, I'm still sadly mourning 20-something years later a weird con out here in San Jose that used to be just the greatest assemblage of everyone ever. Um, you know, getting to meet everyone from uh, Heineck to God, I can't remember the people I met over the years there. But uh, my personal favorite museum is in Felton, California. It's the Bigfoot Discovery Museum. And the museum itself is tiny and relatively not needed. Because when they're open, Mike is there and will talk to you for as long as you want at any depth you want. And he and the way that he draws people to him. I happened to be there a day when Joe Green just popped by. And I was rather blown away by that. <laughs> but a wonderful place. Uh, excellent right next to just all sorts of things in a part of the world that doesn't get enough attention for how entirely strange it is other than all the serial killers people talk about. Do I get to pick who goes next? Uh, Chris, I want to say uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I haven't had the the opportunity to meet you yet, but I'm glad you're up on stage. And uh, the Bigfoot Discovery Museum is amazing. There's actually a GoFundMe, I believe, or something equivalent to raise money for that museum. So definitely... Uh, uh, check that out. I'll have the uh, link to that in the show notes for the podcast. And if you can help support that place, keep it going. Uh, we need to do that. So thanks, Chris. Yeah, go ahead and uh, choose someone else. Uh, I don't think Ashley has gone. Yeah, I can go. I'm excited because um, everybody's really danced around the topic. But I am going to talk about, um, obviously, the... Uh, Mothman Museum and the Mothman Festival. Um, so I'm kind of the the moth lady, so that's more of my stomping grounds. But, <laughs> um, yeah, the Mothman Festival, they have that every year in September. Um, you know, of course, 2020 postponed, but as far as I know, they're doing it this year. Um, but uh, it, it's a big event. A lot of people come from all over, you know, not just the state, but kind of all over the country to attend. And, you know, they do have a panel of speakers, usually pretty pretty decent ones. Um, they have an old theater there. It's called the State Theater, and they open it up for, for the panelists. So it's, um, it's a lot of fun. But the town itself, I mean, even if you don't go to the Mothman Festival, I highly suggest anybody and everybody go to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and, um, you know, go to the museum. It's not large. I think a lot of these museums aren't very big, but... You know, if you're taking the time out and you're reading all of the material that they have available, um, it's definitely interesting. Um, and, of course, they've got the famous, you know, the, the Mothman statue right outside the building there. Um, you can grab, you can go across the street and grab little Mothman treats and coffee. 
There's also a pizza place there that sells a Mothman pizza. So, I mean, a, a lot of fun little gimmicks. Um, and then if you're feeling extra, extra ballsy, you can go over to the uh, McClintic Wildlife uh, Management Area where you can tour the TNT bunkers and, you know, where most of the, or a lot of the Mothman sightings took place. Um, and, and you're definitely free to kind of walk around and do your own investigation as long as you're not dwelling on a private property. Um, but, I, you know, I like it a lot. I, I really like... Um, I, I like West Virginia. I don't know. It's just, it's, there's something about it in the air that I really enjoy. And so, and Point Pleasant is definitely one of those towns. And, you know, they're not, when I first started going out there because I'm, I'm making a Mothman documentary, I was really nervous that everybody was going to feel kind of, uh, you know, put on the spot and, you know, just not, <laughs> didn't like me very much because, you know, their story's been done to death. But no, everybody's actually really pleasant um, and more than happy to tell you their story. So, yeah, definitely check it out. Wow, thanks, Ashley. That, th I mean, the Mothman Festival, like that's the MVP, right? I'm going to do a quick room reset since we're about 15 minutes in. Uh, again, if you're listening to this down the audience, thanks for listening. Uh, we are talking about our favorite uh, cryptid museum or festival. If you have one that you would like to share or put in a few uh, extra uh notes about one we've already talked about go ahead raise your hand you're welcome to come up and chat with us again this is being recorded for the bigfoot society podcast but i just wanted to put that in there but ashley who would you like to uh choose you've got alex mike and tate are left i think um i'm gonna go with alex can i interrupt real quick i'm sorry i just realized that i I misspoke when I was doing my, my spiel earlier and I said that my last show was in October. It's not. It's not until late November, CryptidCon. So, sorry, I just wanted to correct that. I am clearly sleep-deprived. I will stop interrupting. No sweat. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, awesome to see everyone in the room here. Uh, welcome to the new folks. Please feel free to tune in. Uh, we're going to be doing some cool stuff coming up here. Um, so, yeah, this is a really tough one. I've had the good fortune i suppose of doing a bunch of events all up and down the east coast in the past few years and go to a bunch of these museums i actually have a uh, um a youtube video on my channel sasquatch out of the shadows with my top 10 cryptid museums slash uh museum exhibit kind of things that i've i've been so it was a really hard list there was uh, it was between the falc monster mart in arkansas or the willow creek china flat museum in willow creek so I decided to go with the Sasquatch Outpost, which is this cool little museum slash store in the middle of the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. It's only about an hour, two hours outside of Denver. So it's really doable if you're in the Denver or Colorado Springs area. It's in a little town called Bailey, Colorado. I went there uh, summer of 2019. I've, I realized they've done some renovations since then. So I think they've actually expanded. But basically, they had this gift shop with everything you can think of Bigfoot, Sasquatch related. And then they have this little museum called the Bigfoot Discovery Museum. And I was actually, it was a special time for me going there because I was meeting up with a friend, a, a Colorado Bigfoot researcher that I'd been in correspondence with for a number of years and got to interview him there. And I got to meet the owner of the museum, really nice guy named Jim, Jim Myers. Uh, I was actually on his podcast then at the time, but the museum was really cool. I thought it was extremely well done for where it was. I mean, that's the kind of museum I'd expect somewhere like downtown Denver, but it was in the middle of Bailey, Colorado, in the middle of the mountains. You know, it's a one horse kind of town uh, and they could tell you in the museums, you know, right as you walk in, they'll tell you where to go. You know, if, if you're looking for reports that have been, uh, you know, areas that have had reports of Sasquatch in the area, they'll tell you where to go. And, you know, my buddy and I then after going to the museum, 
we went up to some of these spots around Bailey and beautiful hiking, saw a mother moose with two fresh, uh, you know, babies from that season, you know, this was in the summer. So it was, it was really amazing. Probably the first, first ones we had seen from that season, but, um, really awesome museum, just a great little spot. Like I said, very well done, uh, Bigfoot lovers or not, you'll have a good time in there. And they have this thing at the end where you basically, you get a coin. That's your kind of admission you pay and you get this tick, your little coin. And the reason you keep it is at the end, they have a little, they have three bins that say, do you believe in Bigfoot? Yes, no, or maybe. And you can see how many people that have visited have put their little entry token in which bucket. So I thought that was really cool. So definitely check that out. If you're in Colorado, uh, awesome spot and plenty of cool merch. So with that said, I'm going to pick my buddy, Mike. Let's hear what Mike's got to say. Mike, before you go, Alex, which bin was more full of coins? I think it was uh, the yes and no bins were the most full. The maybe, the maybe, uh, yes was definitely the most full. Nice, nice. I mean, a, a lot of people from the area, obviously, that are into Bigfoot would go there. But, you know, you have people, I mean, the other people that I talked to at the museum, they were just kind of passing through and they didn't even know about it. And they saw sasquatch outside and they decided to stop in there so like i said the owner is really cool like his wife was working the register uh, just some really nice people i, I really want to go back at some point s- to see the renovations they've done because i've they've expanded i mean it was just amazing classic mike go go right ahead man and thank you very much alex i'm gonna start calling you the moose whisperer because every time i hear you start a story out you find a moose and i'm always missing them um I've got two uh, Bigfoot events that I'm really uh, partial to, so it's very hard for me to kind of pick one or the other, Um, but they're both near and dear to my heart. Um, The Chautauqua Lake Bigfoot Expo uh, in Chautauqua Lake in Mayville, New York, and it's usually done in October. Uh, They're still trying to schedule this year, but that's Peter Weimer's event. That's the event that got me going into this whole... um, cryptid bigfoot thing i ended up down there and that's where i was introduced to members of my team and seth breedlove and a couple other folks um but it's a that's a great family event and on sunday they do a uh little uh, exploration in the woods to kind of give people a, a intro into bigfooting but my my main is the pa bigfoot camping uh, weekend. Uh, that's the uh, Eric Altman event that's done down in the Chestnut Ridge of uh, Pennsylvania. And that's an every other year event. And uh, I know they're looking for a new location uh, for the next one coming up. But uh, that's huge. A lot of big names getting together and just hanging out. Uh, everything from Dr. Meldrum to Cliff in the past, Steve Culls, of course, Eric and uh the tricks and it's uh jay um from uh wisconsin so kind of covering different cryptids and bigfoot at at eric's event and then uh, we do friday night film festival and then on saturday uh, folks get a chance to go out with some of the speakers and hit the woods so it's it's a great family event uh it's the one i heard my first uh scream at you know without seeing in front of me what it was but uh, a great time great bunch of people and uh, if you get a chance and you're in that pennsylvania area uh, the pa uh, bigfoot camping adventure is awesome like i said eric does those every other year because they're such a large event uh, and he does 90 percent of the work and getting things together um 
I'm going to check out a new one myself this year, which is the Sci-Fi Horror Fest in uh, Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, myself and my co-host Christy are actually running panels, and I'll be running a cryptid panel of that one in August. So those are mine. Like I said, that, that PA Bigfoot Camping Adventure, that's near and dear to the home, as well as the Chautauqua Lake uh, event. So I guess Tate is the last one, so uh, I'm going to hand the mic off to him. Go ahead, Tate. <laughs> Last but not least. <laughs> I kind of chose that way, though. Um, <laughs> uh, what I want to talk about is the uh, Bigfoot Bonanza. It, it only happened a couple years, which was kind of sad. It was, I think, once in 2017 and then once in 2018. Um, I was able to go to both of them, and they are really cool because it was like a bunch of cult classic Bigfoot movies and stuff, you know, documentaries so like the legend of boggy creek and a bunch of other things and i met a lot of cool people there at those cliff and bear cliff and uh, bubble were there the first one was, and kathy and bob strain was there one year and then the next year when i went um daniel perez at breed love lauren coleman was there and i was able to uh play uh, my short documentary film that I made, which was 30 minutes long and very badly edited and not finished. So that was a lot of fun. But yeah, those two great times for movie lovers of Bigfoot, especially. Um, I wish it was still happening, but fortunately, just those two years. But those were great two years that I got to attend both of them. Tate, thank you. That Bigfoot Bonanza keeps coming up, man, like in multiple interviews I've done. I actually booked Kai today uh, to be uh, to come on the podcast for an interview. I'm very excited to get his story and to get uh, the history behind Bigfoot Bonanza. I think it's a very important uh, event series and uh, Bigfoot history since it keeps getting brought up by everyone. But um yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up. Kenzie, I'm going to give you a chance if uh, I saw in the Discord that you were wanting to chat a little bit more. And if she's not available because she's at work, that is no sweat either. Oh, no. She said next week she'll be able to talk a little more. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see that. Yeah. My bad. Thank you, Greg. Um, I was actually was uh, wanted to bring up another thing. Um our, our good buddies, the Moth Boys, are thinking about doing a festival somewhere, perhaps in West Virginia. So there's like really no details yet. It's just an idea floating in space. But That is a great call out. And if you're interested in that, uh, then you're probably already following uh, the Moth Boys podcast on Instagram. But if you're not, I would probably recommend that you uh, follow... Uh, moth boys on instagram to keep up to date with that information um before we uh finish out the recording portion uh, i'm going to give everyone in the audience one more chance to if you want to share uh anything or um add anything to anything that's been discussed go ahead you can raise your hand at this time uh, if not we are going to um transition more into uh hang out uh part of the room here so um let's see guys what have we been up to this week anything have any anyone have anything cool going on 
I got a drone this week. I took Alex and Tate's advice. I picked up a DJI Mavic Mini 2. And oh, I got to say, I'm like, nice. I'm really impressed. It has a 4K camera on it. It's uh, it's the size of my cell phone. Um, it's amazing. It's awesome. Thanks for the suggestion, guys. I love it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Is it the one that has the, uh, does it have a remote or do you use your phone to control it? Because I know I mean, you can do that with most of them. but um, The phone attaches as a as a view screen. Oh, cool. So it's, it just like a... the, it's like the other Mavics. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really cool. And Were you guys talking of, uh... to me a second ago? Oh yeah, we. Uh, it was misread that you were available to talk, but you were talking about next week. I'm so sorry. I was talking week. to a customer about ice cream, but I don't have anyone here now. If you guys had a question for me, yeah, Jeremiah, what was your? Yeah, um, I was just gonna. I had seen your message where you uh, potentially had some some more stuff to say about the museum. Um, if you want to do that, that's cool. If not. No sweat. Yeah, I just like wanted to like hype it up a little more because it's like seriously one of the coolest places I've ever been. Like when you pull up to it, there's a massive like wooden carved Bigfoot statue. You walk in and there's like a mural of cryptids um, and there's like it's like two floors and you can see up to the second floor. And there's like this huge display of all these different like statues of cryptids. There's like there's a Mothman, there's a Flatwoods monster, there's like. There's so much stuff. And then there's like a big like wooden cutout Bigfoot. There's just like there's so much stuff there. There's a whole section on like cryptids and pop culture. There's like a section on cryptozoology in Maine specifically. And there's this really cool map that has like color coded push pins um, to like kind of signify various cryptid sightings in Maine, which I think is awesome. Um, and there's like a whole section dedicated to the Flatwoods monster. You can get like uh, Bigfoot prints and like they have a lot of cool merch. And like, honestly, it's just a really cool place. So, like if you ever go to New England and you're like looking for something to do and you're you know able to get to Portland, Maine, absolutely go there because it's seriously one of the coolest places on the planet. Yeah, I want to add to that. Definitely uh, agree with what, uh, with what Kenzie was saying there. Um you know, the museum is run by one of the most famous people in cryptozoology or well-known, I should say, Lauren Coleman, who's been at it longer than most of us in here have been alive. Uh, just absolutely amazing guy. Uh, I've become friends with him. Just a, a great character. Uh, I'm a, actually a representative of the museum, which was like an insane thing that he kind of invited me to do that. But uh, there's some great people who work there. I mean, if you go there any day of the week and he's not there, you know, his wife might be there or there's people. There's a guy, Nate Brislin nice uh, young guy who works there. There's Gene. I know people were talking about Gene Tewksbury earlier. A lot of people that volunteer and work at the museum that are, you know, just because they work there doesn't mean they don't know cryptids. They usually have an interest. So you can strike up a conversation with those folks. And it's a very small, intimate museum. So you can go through and really kind of take your time. And there's a certain area that interests you more, uh, you know, whether it be Bigfoot or lake monsters, there's a whole little section on that. It's just a really fun spot. And it's a great place if you're visiting Portland, Maine, or just heading up to vacation in Maine, go to Acadia or the Northwoods. You know, Portland's right basically along your way. You're going to pass, usually the highway you go will pass directly where the place where the museum is. And there's a brewery next door, and they've done a number of years in a row. This is the event I would have talked about if we did that, um, the International Cryptozoology Conference. And that happened for about three years in a row. And it's just such an awesome event, some really great 
uh, awesome names there and just great people in general. Um, I know this year they're doing an expedition to California, Northern California, to look for the Trinity Alps giant salamander instead of doing a conference. So uh, just an awesome spot. Yeah, just wanted to echo that. That's amazing, man. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get down there. I mean, that's aside from uh, Cliff's uh, museum, the North American Bigfoot Center, I think the the main uh, cryptozoology museum is is up on my top three museums to go to. I just. What's Oh, sorry. So I just noticed that, that Jeff uh, came into the room and he, Jeff is from Strangeology. He just released this amazing uh, Phoenix Lights shirt. It's pretty dope. You got to go on Instagram and check it out. Jeff. Hey, thanks, How's Greg. it going, man? Good, good. Um, that was a nice little introduction. I just wanted to uh, pop up on stage to also kind of... Uh, keep the hype train going on the uh, inter international cryptozoology museum. Uh, I've only been there once, uh, which was back in 2015. Uh, it was when they were still in downtown Portland on Avon street. Um, and it was a really, really awesome experience. It was actually um, one of the, the first like uh, trips I took with my fiance <laughs> and we went to, uh, went to Portland and I was like, we got to go to this international cryptozoology museum. And, uh, it was a really great time. Still got the picture, uh, posing in front of the gigantic, uh, Bigfoot statue. Um, and I tried going again in, in 2018, my band was on tour and, uh, we were in Portland and I was like, yo guys, we got to go. <laughs> but it was on, I think it was on a Monday or something and it was closed. So that was a super, super bummer, but, uh, it's definitely, uh, if you've got a bucket list for, uh, museums, uh, for anything to do with Bigfoot cryptids, uh, that is a must, a must go to place. So <laughs> that's my piece. Oh, dude. Thanks. I, I appreciate you popping on in Jeff. Um, Tate, I'm kind of putting you on the spot and if you don't feel comfortable with it, I can say a few words, but do you, do you feel okay chatting a little bit about the North American Bigfoot Center? Cause I know you've been there. Go to hell. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Wow. Well, wow. that escalated quickly. Go ahead, Tate. <laughs> um, what, what do you want to know? Um, is there anything cool that you can see there that might not be available to see anywhere else that you may have helped film? No, that's all lame there. Um, but are the bathrooms nice? Oh the bathroom is probably the coolest part about the museum. It's not the giant life-size Bigfoot or my once-in-a-lifetime interview that can only be seen at Cliff's Museum in Portland, or Bourne, Oregon. And that's with uh, Bob Gimlin. Bob Gimlin, yeah. Yeah. Um, the bathrooms are probably the nicest part, but no, I filmed, I got an interview with Bob Gimlin at the film site in front of a big tree. Um, and to my knowledge and to even Daniel Perez's knowledge, there's no other interview with Bob Gimlin at the film site like that. I mean, like finding Bigfoot has been there with him, but you don't really know it's the site. So I uh, purposely had Bob stand in front of the big tree that can be seen in the original film and I got like a six minute interview with him uh, at the film site 
talking about the film that day and what happened after. So that that was super cool. Um, there's only a minute and a minute and thirty seconds of it uh, on YouTube and in my film that I did, but the full six minute interview can only be seen at the North American Bigfoot Center in the Patterson Gimlin or the Bluff Creek film area of the museum, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that I haven't actually been there yet since I uh, live so close. I was going to take my students there on a field trip the first year it opened, but then they ended up opening late and I wasn't able to, and I no longer have done that class. So I will hopefully get there when I'm in Portland for uh, three weeks this summer. Yeah, I'm going to be there in July sometime. Oh, I might be too. I know I'll be there for at least a few weeks in the end of June and probably the beginning of July. I think I'm going to, well, I'm going to be in Bluff Creek on July 9th through the 12th. And then maybe even longer than I might be heading up to Portland. And then I'm going to try and go to Yakima and see Bob Gimlin on my way out where he lives is only three hours away from Portland. I'm only about a, an hour and a half from Yakima in Waitsburg, Washington, near Walla Walla. That's not too bad. Yeah, if you happen through the area and need a place to stay, hit me up. Definitely. Just wanted to say a quick shout out. Daniel, I see you down in the audience. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Daniel's part of the Bigfoot Society Patreon and a really cool dude. He's got some cool stuff on eBay. Caveman Resale. Check it out. 